With spring seeding getting underway, Glendalee Allen Wasser talked with Drew Lerner, a senior agricultural meteorologist with World Weather Inc., about the current soil moisture conditions on the prairies. So as we come into the spring, of course, now we're dealing with the aftermath of that warm and dry biased winter. There's a lot of nervousness out there. We've had some unusually warm temperatures here recently. Uh, My goodness, we've been up over 20 degrees several times across parts of the the south and even central parts of Saskatchewan, uh, and as well as uh, southern Alberta. Even southern Manitoba has managed to breach 20 degrees, and, you know, this is still fairly early in the season, obviously. And uh, so that has added a little bit more worry because we haven't done a very good job bringing significant moisture in, and this is real classic drought environment. Droughts that are as serious as this uh, dry out not only the air but the ground, too, and, of course, If you don't have any moisture in the ground, you don't get any feedback moisture into the atmosphere when it does warm up, and so the drought just kind of keeps on going. Uh, But we are seeing some changes take place, and uh, there will be a storm system coming across uh, the eastern parts of the prairies that will impact uh, the parts of Manitoba and Saskatchewan. It'll be the first well-organized system that we've had for a while, and moisture totals, at least in a part of that region, will uh, temporarily be lifting the uh, moisture profile, at least in the topsoil. But it's not all the way across the prairies, and there's a lot of other areas that will not be impacted by this. And the combination of having all the warm weather around and the lack of moisture in the ground still has a lot of folks very, very nervous. What we've looked at over the past few months, uh, when we make comparisons uh, to previous weather patterns like this, is Uh, that we have found that in April and May there has been a tendency for uh, drought relief to occur in the southern parts of the prairies in particular. And uh, areas from southern Alberta through southern Saskatchewan to a fair amount of Manitoba have often uh, got uh, some significant moisture to occur uh, during those two months, April and May. Now, it's not necessarily just widespread good soakings, Uh, But in uh, three different analog years that we're looking at, uh, there was uh, enough moisture to improve the profile in the soil and to set the stage for better planting conditions. The system that I've mentioned in eastern prairies is uh, just the beginning of this. Uh, We think that after April 20th, there will be opportunities for the southwestern prairies to possibly get involved with a little rain. Now, the interesting thing about the analog years that we've looked at and the, and the uh, studies that we've done is that they all point towards improvement in the spring, but not necessarily perpetuated through the summer, and that there's a uh, potential for dryness to come back into play later in the summer season. And one of the main reasons why we're concerned about that this year is because of the huge amount of land that is impacted by drought. The drought here in Canada is not just a drought in Canada. This drought goes through the entire western half of the United States and through all of Mexico. That's Drew Lerner, World Weather Incorporated Senior Agricultural Meteorologist for Golden West. I'm Glendale Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glenda Lee. Joining us now is Sean Sanko with the Canola Council of Canada.
to talk about the importance of knowing your canola plant counts. We know that um, you need a minimum of three to four plants um, per square foot to hit that ideal yield. So, um, you know, we usually say aiming for five to eight plants per square foot um, gives you some buffer room in there for any plants that are lost to things like disease, insects, or frost, or any other conditions. So really knowing that plant stand um, helps you gives you the ability to hit that, that top yield. Um, and, you know, knowing where that plant stand is, you can set your seeding rates accordingly um, so you're using the, the right amount of seed. How many, uh, you know, farmers are, are doing this right now? It's, it's definitely um, increasing. I don't know if I've got a good handle on exactly how many. Um, you know, it used to be we'd always talk about seeding rates at pounds per acre. Um, you know, five pounds is kind of the, the common amount. So this has been kind of a shift in the last, um, few years to actually looking at that that plant stand, so it's definitely increasing awareness. And I mean, that's what we're we're trying to do um, this year is really push the awareness and, and get more and more producers out counting these plants. Just talk a little bit more about how to how to count, uh, do the count. I find the easiest way is usually the hoop. So um, you know, a hula hoop that um, fifty six centimeters in diameter is what that does is covers a quarter square meter. So um, you just throw the hoop randomly through the field. Um, usually in the two to four leaf um, timing of the, the plants um, and count the plants in that hoop. So it's, it's a quarter square meter, so you count the plants that are in the hoop, um, multiply it by four, then divide it by ten, and you'll have the, the plants per square foot. So you do that randomly across the field um, to get a good idea of the, the field average. That was Sean Sanko, agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.